Look, I apologize. First, I apologize. I did not mean to come so late. I asked you know. We'll go shorter because I want to I wanna get to say there. But if I would reframe, if I would reframe what we studied, Shalashodis, and the Navi's Tveya, all of Klal Yisrael read Aftira right at the time that this is this is the Shabbos before Teshuvah. Understand, please understand that we talk about the Shabbos before. We never mean whatever we said the Shabbos before Teshuvah, Shabbos Chazayin. Please get. Let's get deeper. Let's get like let's get pneumistic. Shabbos before is not like in time. Well, it's getting close. Whenever we say the Shabbos before, there's something very deep there. The Shabbos before a, a, a guy's chasnas and afrof. We're going to be zayich Hashem that on it, not this Shabbos, the Shabbos after we're going to have an afrof beze Hashem for Shloim Goren. The Shabbos before is an afrof. What's the Shabbos Royce? What's the Shabbos before? That's in time. It's getting close. It's much deeper than that, Royce. Shabbos Shuvah, the Shabbos before Yom, before Yom Kippur, Shabbos Shuvah. But like it's getting close to Tshuva, the Shabbos before Pesach, Shabbos Agadol. It's getting close, it's much deeper. Whatever happens during the week has its source in Shabbos. Shabbos is the source of the week, it gives birth to the week. Hashem created the world for six days. And then in Shabbos, again, it's, re- it's recreated, and everything that happens during the week has its source. It's the Mekara Bracha. If there's Tshuva, if Yom Kippur comes during the week, then on Shabbos you can experience Yom Kippur. It's Shabbos Shuva because the power of everything during the week has its source in Shabbos. Whatever, if somebody has antennas to feel Yom Kippur, will feel it on Shabbos. It's born on Shabbos. Its roots exist in the Shabbos. If there's a chasna during the week, its roots are in Shabbos. They're rules, by the way, what days are rooted in what parts of Shabbos. Friday night, so does Kenegad, Yomish, and Shen. If you have a big Tuesday coming ahead, be very, very careful with Shachras and the Suda Shabbos. That, that's Tuesday and Wednesday. The, the Shachras and Suda Shabbos are Tuesday and Wednesday. Thursday and Friday are, are uh, Shalashodis and Mincha. And if you have something big coming on Friday, so the root of that, the Shairish of Thursday and Friday, are Mincha and, and Shalashodis. Theoretically, somebody who's spiritually sensitive will sense it's going to be a good Thursday this week. Something went down, Shalashodis. It'll be a good Friday this week. We had a very, very, very strong, and it, there was a very strong Shalashodis, this mirrors. That was Teshubav. Thursday, Friday is Shalashodis. Shalashodis contained Teshubav. There was something, there was something powerful, extra powerful, because Shalashodis and Mincha is the Shairish of Teshubav. So in Shabbos lies the Kayach of the week. That's why the Shabbos before a chasna is the Afrof, because there's something that exists already in the Shabbos. The Shabbos before Pesach, it's the Shabbos. It's the Shabbos before anything. It works like this. Shabbos is the, is the, is the source of, what, of what's to come. I lost my train of thought. Where was I headed, Heather? So, uh, uh, thank you. Before. So the Shabbos we read before Teshuvah, all of Klai Thank you, Chaimel.
The Shabbos before Tishbav, we. The Shabbos before Tishbav, we read the Daftaira of Yedea, of this Musr. That's, that's not a minor thing that, we, that all of Klal Yisrael read. This is like, this is the Musr, and very scathing Musr, but when, the Pneumius of it is incredibly encouraging. And I think it reframes the Avaid of our life. It really reframes the Avaid. If the Nabi says to me, Kalish, in Acts, in Acts, knows its master, and that's how the Nabi yells at me, that's a kiss and a hug, because any half-witted person, any person with any brains would say an ox. Do you know my child, what are you talking about? What are you saying? What, what, are you even, what are you saying to me? Well, a dog's good to its master. Hello? A dog doesn't have my challenges. Nothing to do with anything. Do you know what I'm being pulled and tugged? You're not even talking normally. You're saying stupid things. Well, a dog's good to its man. so dumb. I can't stand when people mun dumbly, when people mun to somebody and so dumb. I don't like when you say dumb things to a kid. I don't get it. How could you do Do get it. Understand them. People have sh- terrible messianess, terrible challenges. And you say, I don't get it. So why don't you get it? That's your problem that you don't get it. Why don't you understand? We have very serious challenges. Do you know what people go through, why they're doing this? When people look and say, he's crazy, I don't get it. He's not crazy, but he's not crazy. Do you know what he's going through? Do you know what, why it's happening? There are reasons for things. The attitude of like, to say, a kid, a bad kid doing drugs. The person's a human being, an elevated soul who's, who's grappling with something. You're, I can't stand foolishness. I have a very, very, I don't like foolishness. There's a person grappling with something in a very, a very profound struggle and you're like simplifying it, ignoring, not understanding it. You're not, you're not, so what's the Navi saying? What would the Navi yell? And this is, this is like, this is the, this is the Chorban, all of Klal Yisrael, the moments of Shabbos of the Chorban on the Shabbos that, that contains Chorban Beis Amigdash, the Nabi says to us, Yedei Ashar Kaineyu. An ox knows its own... Really? That, that's, that's, that's the solution? That's the problem? What are you? And what the Nabi is saying is that, what, that, that your Teva is to do this. Just be you. The Nabi is shouting, an ox is an ox. So I say, but that's because an ox is being an ox. It will be you. That's what the Navi is saying. The Navi reframes the entire battle of our lives. The entire struggle of our life is to be us. Be you. Be yourself. Be yourself. The entire struggle of our lives is just be you. That's the entire struggle. One of the beautiful members of the Chabura. Somebody popped in for Shabbos this week. This person had opportunity to do shverazach, to do bad stuff. And was koivish mamish kegvurish al Yosef and came here for Shabbos this week. And he said that over Shabbos he discovered, like he, he said for a few weeks he didn't, he didn't feel b'shle, he discovered that that other thing is just not me. And he found me, he said I came here for Shabbos, 
I see it. I see who me is. The Iker Avoid of all our lives is to find us. Just be, to yourself be true. To you. I asked the Talmud of Rev Freifeld, tell me a Rebbe in the shortest, on one foot, teach me Kola Tarakula. I, I, I grew up in Farakway. I met Rev Freifeld. And I was curious about him. I asked the Talmud. He quoted those words. He says his whole teaching was to thine self be true. Be you, be you. Be you. That's the that's the avoda. Well, that's that's all the avoda of our lives is being true to ourselves, being us, uniquely us, just to be us. That's what the navi is shouting. an ox is an ox. Be you. It's be be you. Be natural. Be comfortable and be you. That's the that's the demand. That's what. The Chorim Beis Hamikdash. As much as we moved away from Hashem, we moved away from us. We moved away from us. And the avoid of the avoid of rebuilding is to be truer to ourselves. Amar Libi. as a shliach of Hashem, Amar Libi. My heart says, Bakshu Panai, seek me. As Panech Hashem Avakish, and therefore I seek Hashem. Following Kasha. Please hear this well. Lecha, representing Hashem, Omar Libi, my heart says, Bakshu Panai, seek me. It's very dizzying. We're going to say this, Elul. The words are like dizzying. Lecha, representing Hashem. It's interesting where Lecha means to you. Here it means the only way I could translate it. If somebody has a different one, I'm open. But to, I'm not, please don't take my word. This is just the way I understand it. Pasuk and Tillim, Lecha, representing Hashem. I admit that's a strange translation of Lecha. It's the only thing that worked for me. I'm lost. I'm going to try to get us on Can you find my face? Or watch, watch this, watch this. Who's talking? Start. Let's start. Let's start. A person is saying, a person is saying, each individual, yes, David HaMelech spoke on our behalf, that's okay. what he was, okay. and he said Lecha, okay, representing you, Hashem. Each one of us is talking and saying Lecha, Representing Hashem, you means Hashem, but representing Hashem, Lecha, Omar Libi, my heart says, each one of us, our heart representing Hashem says, Lecha, representing Hashem, Omar Libi, my heart says, so my heart speaks as a Shliach of Hashem. You ready? Lecha, representing Hashem, Omar Libi, my heart says. So my heart is now talking to me, Dan Kalish, as a messenger of God. So what does my heart say representing Hashem? Bakshupanai. Seek me. Who's me? Hashem. Remember, my heart's talking for Hashem. So my heart talking for Hashem says, seek me. And therefore, as Panecha Hashem Avakish, I seek Hashem. That's what David HaMelech says. My heart whispers, seek me. And therefore, as Panecha Hashem Avakish, I seek Hashem. Now the first thing about this, Matis, the first thing about it that's very striking to me, the first thing, is when a person's heart whispers to him and he hears something inside, says, seek Hashem, and his heart representing Hashem says, seek me, 
as panecha Hashem avakish, the person follows. It has to come from within. It has to come from within. It has to come from within. So much people think chenuch is making somebody stark and uh, stop, stop, stop. Make a warm environment. Let people find it. It has to come from within. When it comes, when you hear it, when something pulls you and tells you, this guy came here, Shabbos, he said, for weeks I've been grappling. He came and I, something was uncovered. He said, I heard, I feel something inside. I feel it. I experienced. When the heart tells the person, seek Hashem, when the person hears it and feels it, and it talks to him as panecha Hashem abakish, you run after Hashem. Ultimately, people can't be good to please their mother. We all want our mamas to be proud. We all want the mamas, oh, we all want our rebellion and our friends. But the ultimate thing that makes a person as panecha Hashem avakesh, that draws and drives a person to seek Hashem, is they feel the pull from within. Mecha representing Hashem, Omar Libi, my heart says to me, Bakshu panai, seek my face, come after me. And then when he hears it, when he experiences that, those quiet moments, those senses, this, it's what I want, then as panecha Hashem avakesh, a person runs after Hashem. person runs after Whenever you see a Pasuk, though, that speaks, the Pasuk is, it took like so long to figure out what the Pasuk is saying. Representing Hashem, my heart says, Bakshupanai seek me, Dainu Hashem, it's representing, it's very misleading. Seek me sounds like your heart saying, seek me, yourself. Very dizzying. My heart saying, seek me on behalf of Hashem, so really means seek Hashem. And therefore, I seek Hashem. But it, you can understand, it's a very, like, difficult pasuk to figure out. And it bothered me a lot. Why does it say, seek me? It should whisper, seek him. That's very troubling to me. I'm going to ask Chaim, he needs a guitar for this. I'm going to ask you to sing your song, to come up and sing it in a minute. But it very tr- much troubled me that why does my heart say seek me, which makes me all dizzy? Royce, whenever you learn Torah, learn personally. I don't like, I like clarity. I, I need things clear. I get that from my father. I like very much when people speak gibber. I like clear. Say it, exa- say it well. My father is like allergic, man he knows, like something that he doesn't find clear. He gets, he can like break out in a rash, Kemat. He just doesn't like this clarity. And I get that from my father. I like things clear. I'll explain. I, I have like a, a shtickle like kanos for clarity. And this pasuk is like, whoa. Why didn't your heart just say it would be so much easier? Omar Libi, my heart says, bakshu Hashem, seek Hashem. Why does my heart speak so unclearly saying, seek me? I have like, my heart's talking to me. Yeah, of course. Representing Hashem. Lecha means, translate, Lecha, representing Hashem. Omar Libi, my heart says to me, Bakshu Panai, seek me. Remember, he's representing Hashem, means seek Hashem. And therefore, I seek Hashem. Now, why does my heart say seek me? It should say seek him. I hear a little whisper. It says seek me, seek me. Seek him, not seek me. I suspect 
So I suspected, and in the pshat, for sure in the chitzainius, in the simple pshat, which is a truth, if my heart said, seek him, I would say back to my heart, I know, I know, I know. He's so far, I'm not going to get him. If my heart said, seek him, I would knowingly shake my head and say, I know, I know. Go find him, right? Right. He's so far, I won't be able to. My heart doesn't say, seek him. It says, seek me. I'm right here. The whisper of my heart is, seek me. Come, come. Seek me. I'm right here. So my heart doesn't say, seek him. Seek him is, I know, I know, I know. I, I know I should. But, but seek me is, I'm right here. So the, the heart, the voice of Hashem doesn't say, seek him. Representing Hashem, it says, seek me. You can hear me. You can feel me. I'm right here. So the voice representing Hashem says, seek me, doesn't say, seek him. That's, 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 what, that's, that's the shot I always learned. Why are we saying it's the same thing? Is everybody saying it's the same thing or it's like a Oh, so now you're saying the, a more pnimiyas tikkapshat. The chitzonis tikkapshat no is seek Hashem. Seek Hashem. It says seek me, the heart representing Hashem to tell you that I'm very close. If the whisper says seek me, I'm right here. I'm right. Seek me. I'm right here. You can seek me. I'm right here. Doesn't say seek him. Seek me. I'm right here. That's in the simple pshat. But I do want to say to the Hevra that there is certainly contained in these words, there's no question about it, that contains in the words, seek me, is that the heart and Hashem, it's one and the same. When you find yourself, the deepest places of us, remember we're chelak alakamimal, the truest and deepest place of us are as an Ebed Hashem, are as Davuk Bashem. So it makes a lot of sense that the heart whispers, seek me. Find yourself in there as Panecha Hashem Avakish. When you're truest to yourself, you serve Hashem. That's the deepest place in self. So, represent it, because you're not talking to Hashem. I, I don't want to, I, I can't work through, the, like when you work through the Pasuk, I don't see, what would I be telling Hashem? One second. L'cham libi, my heart says, you're saying to Hashem, Bakshu Panay, seek me. Then what are the next words? Panech Hashem Avakesh. No, means my response to those first words. My response to L'cham Arlibi, Vakshupana is Panech Hashem Avakish. And as such, I seek Hashem. The Pashtus is, the Mepharshim there learned that the heart's talking to us. Our heart is saying to us, as Panech, our heart's saying to us, Vakshupanai, and therefore, as Panech Hashem Avakish. The heart representing Hashem says, Bakshu Panay, seek me, Hashem, and therefore it's Panech Hashem Vakish. Either it said, seek me, because Hashem is very, very close, and in a deeper way, when you find yourself is to find Hashem. To find yourself is to find Hashem. 
anybody who, who, who's a searcher, who's an honest searcher, I think discovers that that's the truest place in self. That to thyself be true, just be true to yourself. That's a very safe place to be. You find yourself, you're true to yourself, and that brings out to be the service of Hashem. So I think that's, that's a big part of the task of a person to be honest to themselves, be the words, the real you, the true you, and truest to self. It's the very big danger of imitation, of copying people, of trying to be somebody else. That would be tragic. That would be a deep, deep tragedy, is be you, is be you. Somebody asked for Abzushif, like if he can trade places with any human being, who he would tra- trade places with? Like, would you be Avram? He said, that would be so stupid. I trade places with anybody. I didn't do anything for Hashem. He still has one Avram and one Zusha. It does nothing to Hashem. It doesn't add anything to Hashem. Hashem made you be the true you. Be the true you, the strongest you. Bring out that Kiddush Shemayim of your journey. Chaimo. Is it Shaykh? He could sing that song even without a guitar or Shaykh? Who's with you? Who are you calling up with you, Chaim? You just. I didn't know they were here. Shlaimi, you're up to it? Rabbi say, if anybody tells you they have a migraine headache, it's us or Gummer to say back to a guy, don't dare say the word Sarno. It's silliness, it's stupidity. Somebody says they're in pain, you feel somebody's pain. You feel what somebody's telling you, it's stupidity. Don't say back solutions, you didn't feel somebody's pain. The icker thing of, the, of a Rebbe in the yeshiva, the, you're destroying a life, your own kids. When you say solutions, that's not what there's nothing to do with you. The sogi of solution, you destroy your life. When your kid comes home, says this person did this and this to me, and you say a solution. I asked the father. I asked the father. I said your son comes home, and he says he was embarrassed by recess. A kid said, I hate when you play at recess. You ruin the game, you're so bad, you ruin the game always when you play. And the kid comes home cursing and upset. What's your response, Dad? I asked the father this. What do you respond to your kid? He gave me three responses. Each one was stupider than the next. What are your response? He gave me first one, stupid. Another one, I said if you did that to a friend, he would sock you in the face. Said, if somebody did that to you, you'd want to punch. So your kid, you should do that? That's what you should do to your kid? That's, and it's stupid because it's not, it's not true. You, you're playing a role. You're not being you. 
Yadashar Kaneyu. I said, be you, dig deep into you. You're being, instead of being instinctive and real, the most problems in Mechinach when people play roles. I don't like wearing a tie. I don't want Rebbe wearing ties. Stop playing a role of Rebbe. Be a person. Stop playing teacher. Kids, guys, have Knock it off. Be you. The most dangerous, I said, you're imitating, you're playing a parent. That's not, a, that's not normal responses. I'm not ripping what you really feel. I'm ripping what you don't feel when you're trying to play something. What's the natural instinctive to any person who cares? What's the instinct to your kid tells you that he was embarrassed by recess? The instinct is to cry. You ever know just said you ever got embarrassed? You know what it feels like to get shamed, to get embarrassed? We've all been embarrassed. And the guy on the court says to your kid, he said, you heard what he said to your kid? You cry with your kid. That's the answer. Cry with him. Feel what he's saying. You don't go to solution when somebody's telling you pain. Feel what they're saying. They're in pain. Something hurts. You ever had a headache? It hurts. It kills. It stinks. Feel what the person's saying. Feel with them well before you, you move further away from any solution when you say the solution. The way it works, if you had three frames, we're gonna, I'm going to draw a picture, three frames. Picture number one, kid comes home. I was embarrassed by recess. Father gives a solution. Oh, you're really good. Even gives chizuk to his kid. Oh, you're really good. You know you're good. You're good at other things. Any type of solution-based answer. In, in frame number three, the kid runs off to his room, shaking his head, my father never gets me. If frame two, after the kid in frame one comes home and says that I was embarrassed by recess in frame two, if you understand, which is the most natural thing, that's natural, that's organic. It's not a trick. Simply be normal. Somebody just told you they're in pain. If you're like, not trying to be anything, it's like, ow, it stinks. That's what you feel. That's the most, just dig deeper into yourself. That's, that's like, he said he's in pain. Like, register. If frame number two, a father understands his kid's pain, he doesn't say, don't curse when you come home. The kid's like, that beeping, beeping friend, I'll kill him. He embarrassed me. You're like thinking, you're like there with him. Frame two, anything that shows, it's not a trick. You're just human, that you're there, you're a father, your kid was just embarrassed. Be there with, you're like, oh. Anything that exhibits the truth that you feel is pain, in frame three, you empower the person, he'll say the solution. Hmm. He'll say, you know what, Dad, you know, I'm good at other things. The kid you empower, when you are with, the answers are in him, not in you, remember? So when you are with, if, you, if anything that you are with the person, in frame three, he will say the answers. In frame three, he will say the answer. The schmooze that you gave in frame two, ironically, if you give him the schmooze, you move him further away from the schmooze that you gave. That's like the furthest he'll ever be because he said, I've never understood. It never will feel right because it isn't right. And he'll move further away. He'll run to his room. I've never understood. Much further from a truth that really was in him already had you just but understood he's in pain.
Let's sing this song already. You sing that song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take it away, Chaim. <coughs>
When Chazal, when Chazal ever used Mishalim that has to do with traveling, it perks me up. It gets me, I'm in, I like traveling, I spend a lot of time in my life traveling, and I'm with guys who have a lot of energy who travel a lot, and journeys traveling, that topic, that topic gets me, perks me up. This year, this year I spoke a lot about a Chazal. I spoke a lot. I, 
the, the Chavis heard it from me a number of times. I spoke a lot about a Chazal, about Sara Imenu, that Sara was not misbaza me tereach that the normal thing, Avram Avinu Parshas Lech Lecha says, Hine no yodati, now I know ki'isha yifas mareot, that, you, that you're a woman who's yifas mareot, who has a good appearance. Now I know what, what showed Avram about, about Sarah Imenu, Avram Avinu, about Sarah Imenu being yifas mareot, says Rashi that the derech ha'olam, that the normal thing from a journey is to be misbaza. From a journey. And Sari Menu came out of the car, a difficult journey, and she was a medes biyafya. So Arts Girl Transit, Arts Girl does a phenomenal job of disseminating Tyra. What is chus that so many access Tyra? Arts grow is a peerish. There's no such thing. We don't have trans. We don't translate Torah. Chayshech in the world. Nobody translates Torah. The Torah remains the words of Hashem. If you ever Arts grow itself, I'm speaking on behalf of God. They didn't appoint me, but they say this. They're a peerish. Never take them as a translation. It's a peerish, an explanation of Torah. Nobody gets the words of Torah are the words of the Dvar Hashem. You don't like. They're not translated. It's not a trans. a pirush. Onkless is not a translation. It's a pirush. He explained what Hashem means. So the, get the words of Chazal. The words of Chazal, these are the words of Torah. The words of Torah are a person is misbaze from Torah chaderech. And Sari Main was a medes piyafya. She stayed with her good looks, even though she had a trip. Now, Art Scroll says, Pshat, they were bothered by their intelligent Talmidei Chachamim, and they were bothered by Yakasha, the contrast between staying pretty, Aymedes Biyafya, and Misbaza, so they translate Misbaza, I believe, as unsightly. A normal person looks bad when they come out unsightly, when they come out of traveling. The person looks just. You just feel, you just look out of sorts. You're like wobbly, you come out of a long trip. You usually feel very oily. Don't ever put potato chips in a car on a long trip. Ever. Just a bad idea. You come out, you feel miserable, you look even worse. You come out of a trip, and Sari Menu walks out of the trip. So they translate Miss Baz as unsightly. I want to disagree with the Pshat. I hear where they're coming from because I met this piyafya means to, to, to look good. So misbaza would mean the opposite, to look bad. But I don't think that's the proper translation of misbaza. Misbaza doesn't sound like it means to look unsightly. There were other words to say that somebody looks unsightly. There are other Lush and Kurdish words. And I want to explain what the difference in Sar and everybody else is. Most people travel, travel knocks people out. Sari Imenu looks wonderful. I've thought a lot about why people hate traveling. It's come up with the wolf pack a lot. The wolf pack, it's such a cool, it's dripping. The irony is delightful. Every team in the, in the league we play in have seven home games and seven road games. And one team are road warriors. We have 14 road games league's rules that they don't come to Connecticut and we play all 14 games on the road. 
And it's very hard to play on the road. Gyms could be loud. Teams are used to their home court. It's worth a lot. Home court in sports is worth a lot. A team has the fans. A team has the, they're just used to the court. They don't travel to the game. And we travel two, three, four, and four hours to games. So we're always traveling games. And guys can fetch about the trip. And I think about it, we're in vans that are comfortable. We have air conditioning, you can put on some nice music, we have good friends, and yet guys fetch about to travel. And what is it that people mind traveling, a wedding in Lakewood, people beside themselves? What is it that travel is such a big deal? We have beautiful vehicles, you know, back in the day, I get it, the road was nuts. They had robbers and just uncomfortable. Today we're in beautiful cars, beautiful weather conditions. You sit down for a couple of hours, what's the, what's the big deal? But a lot of what happens by travel is human indignity is the word I like to say. Misbaza means indignity, bizayan. And travel is a tremendous human indignity is that I want to be there. Harry Potter, she got it right, Mrs. Potter. To apparate. If I want to be somewhere, I should be there. Angels want to be places, they're there. There's no journey by angels. It's completely a human frailty that we, it's so stupid. If I want to be in Lake George, I should be there. Because I want to. <laughs> That's where I want to go. An angel doesn't travel to Lake George. An angel, Hine, is in Lake George. It's complete human indignity, the need to travel the need to get somewhere, the need to develop into. Journey is a completely human experience. And it could be, people could be very much shaken by journey. And they, they, it's so frustrating. I don't get it, if we want to play Frisch, so we should be in Frisch's gym. It's uniquely human. And normally people are misbazed. They have an indignity of they have to go there. It's so stupid. I want to be at the wedding. And, Sari Menu gets out of the car. She's like ready to play Frisch. The guys have rules. You have to get there an hour before. Like they have to like find their feet. Sari Menu could come at tip off and dominate Frisch. She's a medes you're unchanged by the journey because she understands that Hashem, the beauty of life is the journey. It's faith. It's a profound emuna. It's a profound strength that Sari Menu is not Misbazeh from the Torah from that which knocks out other people because it's so stupid that I had to go through all that. Why can't I just why can't I just be stark and be there and such a frustration? But Sari Menu actually sees the beauty much better than you're at the wedding as you came to the wedding. The chassan doesn't say thank you for being at my wedding; it's thank you for coming to my wedding. The trip to the wedding is much more important than being at the wedding. It's that you went to the wedding. That's the main thing you give to the chasna. It's not you're at his wedding. If you were born in the hall and at the hall, that would be so... That what a human being gives to somebody else is that you came to my wedding. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. To the point that when I had a chasna in Borough Park and down the block was a wedding I wasn't invited to, but it was a guy I liked a lot, so I came to the wedding after the first wedding, and the chassan went wild, and I can't believe you came, it means so much to me. I had a Gnevis Das Shiloh tell him I only came one block. So he felt like a coming of two hours. The coming is the whole thing. 
much more important than you. He's not saying thank you for being at my wedding. He's thank you for coming. I don't, do I have to tell him that I traveled? I'm a robber. I'm a thief. It's a financial robbery because he's going to feel he owes me something. He'll give me something back. It's financial. He'll give something back. You're a thief. Because he thinks you traveled four hours, two hours there, two hours back for the wedding, and it wasn't true. You traveled down the block. I would have I traveled, so you don't have to tell me. If you would have come in just for that, you don't have to say. It's punked you were there. It's not... But um, that's, the, that's a good shayla. But the key is that Sari Menu is not misbazif in the Tarech Adar. A Bachar had worked through a lot. A had worked through a lot, really worked through a lot. And he was at a very good place. He really was at a very, very good place in his life. And he had worked through a shverish, shverish sogyas. So a Rebbe who appreciated him a lot who celebrate, I'm not picking on the Rebbe, I'm only saying my view, the way, the way things strike me. I appreciate what the Rebbe said, the Rebbe who had a tremendous respect for the Bacher's journey, and appreciated a lot the success of the Bacher. He said to the Bacher, wow, that was a tr- tough trip to the highway that you took, but now let's go. You're on the highway now, join the Hever, let's go. That's the Rebbe said to the Bacher. I'm not giving a horror story. How could you say something? The Rebbe appreciated the Bacher's journey. The Rebbe wanted him to continue to succeed. I don't see life at all like that, Rebbe, at all. I think we look at a different world. And a, a marshal's very powerful. He told the Bacher, you've made it to the highway. Let's go now. Now let's go. Join your friends. Let's go. <laughs> I just, I just see a different world. I'd like to allow me to share. I don't think that's a world. In that world, when you get out of the car, you're exhausted. In his world, I'm a driving guy. I'm a traveling guy. The way that man views it, it was a tough journey to the highway. But now you're here. What are you? He, he, that guy, you know, I don't like the word schlepping to weddings. Because schlepping's like a mashmais that you, I like you go to a wedding and you, I don't want anybody, if you schlep to my simcha, please don't come. I want a guy to go that 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 his heart brought him somewhere, that that is that Pashit there was something he wanted to go to and he was he was moved to go somewhere. The Mashmais of Schlep is Misbazimitarech Aderech. Stupid journey. If there's a place, the whole trip to the, the trip there is so beautiful. I want to go. When you fly to weddings, there's something so cool you're making. There's a lot of things you could do, and it's become a serious question in my life. It occupies a lot of time. Our, our life is precious, and you're handing a lot to a person to fly to somebody's wedding. Is it 24 hours? That's a lot of eternity. That's, that's life. You're handing somebody a lot of time. And to me, the journey to the wedding that people made space for his simcha, that you made space for his simcha, that his thing is a big deal by you, the journey is very, very important for that. That people hop on planes for his simcha, it's very, very important for that simcha that that happens. So I want to say how I see it very different. This guy went through struggle, 
And to say you're on the highway, let's go. No, no, I'm sorry. Two things that I see very, very different than that muscle. The first thing is that he's been on the highway driving. The things were overcoming. It wasn't like difficult to get there. Except like now you've made it. The journey, the Kiddush Amayim. I, you, you've been on the highway. Be'ez Hashem will join you on the highway. You're driving places. And the beauty of the trip, it's not like now you're there, like, ah, I don't know. It's to be celebrated what was, what a journey, what a Kiddush Amayim. What an elevated, exalted Kiddush Amayim. I, I, I've said many times when, the, when Elio Anavi was given the task of telling Rav Shimbar Yechai that he could come out of the cave, so he said at the entrance to the cave, he said, Man who, could, who could tell Shimbar Yechai the May Caesar that the Caesar dies and the Xerus Butlan he can come out? Why did he break him the news like that? Elio Anavi, tell him the news. Knock, knock. Come out, Geschmack. I picture when a guy comes to yeshiva as a chassan, Rev Ezi in his sedkus, in his unbridled joy, a guy comes, Shleim Magoran comes to Beismesh, Rev Ezi gives him like a flying tackle, bang, they're both on the floor, hug him, knock him over, it's here, it's Mazel Tov. Navi has the task, the, the great, who wouldn't want such a job, to tell Shurman Yechai should come flying in, with the biggest bear hug, knock him over, shall we? Mazel tov, you're a free man. He's in pain, he's hurting. You're free. Yet he breaks the news. Who could tell? Who could, he, he's like embarrassed to say it. He's afraid to say it. Because there was challenge and difficulty and great heights were reached. Don't say you're on the highway. <laughs> he's shamed. It's not so simple to break up a massive of exalted growth difficulty of challenges of, of, of fighting through it's a chutzpah to break it up you, you have to like you know it's like saying Shah, sometimes the chevra is talking for Kabbalah Shabbos the Olam's greeting each other it's a chutzpah shh two yidn are talking together you say shh they're talking two yidn are enjoying each other you have to like you have to okay Let's greet Hashem together. You have to be, you have to know what's how you don't, you don't, you don't you know what's happening. Two yid not talking together. You don't, don't have such chutzpah so easily. Man, who's big enough to tell Reb Shimra and Yechai that the Caesar died? Lemaise, you can go home, there's good news. We're human beings. I promised to Simcha. But it's also what he went through is, you have to be more machshiv than that. Man, But there's something else that strikes me. And what strikes me is it's not like that's past and now you'll bring it with you forever. The things you've learned, the beauty you've acquired, it's not like now you're on the highway, like, please bring it along. Anything you see, you'll come with an approach, with the depth. It's not like now you're with it. You've gotten something, you've discovered things, you've gone places. Bring it along, bring it along. Bring along what you've gotten. I'm very, very moved, and I want the guys to ask. I asked my kids this Pesach, different years, different things. This year, this was my Pesach. This is what hit me on Pesach, and we'll close. It's very, very late. We'll close with this. This is what hit me on Pesach. 
Klal Yisrael gets rich twice. That's weird. God said that you'll avadim ve'inuay samarbe me'ashanu will be four hundred years of Mitzrayim. Achrei kenyetsu berchosh gadol. Then you'll leave rich, and we become rich twice. That's weird. We became rich before we left Egypt. Hashem said, "Please ask for money because I don't want Avram Avinu to complain that you're supposed to leave rich and you didn't." So ask for money, and we ask for money and get rich. Actually, we were wealthy like crazy. Then the Mitzrayim die, and we get wealthy again. I was very intrigued by that, getting rich twice. I was very intrigued why we got rich twice. Now, like, if you look at Svarim, you look at Chazal, Amaris, Ayin, Azah, there's always a deeper thing. Look, look hard. Come on. Well, we'll look bad if it didn't happen yet. I, I hear here. <laughs> There's something going on that we got rich twice. I knew it means something and this year my said was why in the world do we get rich twice? It's posh to me that Hashem wanted us rich. That other years I've already thought about that. Why does Hashem want us to leave rich? It's weird. Should be rich. So that's posh that you walk away from your experiences rich. What exists in the physical world reflects the spiritual world. If somebody's good-looking is a spiritual Milo they have. I promise you when somebody looks for a girl who's pretty, there's a spiritual Milo in it. Because it cut, reflects in the physical world. That means that things a bit, it speaks about the soul. The physical is a reflection of deep things comes out, everything comes out in our physical world. So being rich from leaving Mitzrayim is a reflection that the difficulty you went was not like now you're on the highway, you're a richer man from it. You're a rich man. You flew, now we all have to catch up to you. It's not like you're behind and like catch up, you've been driving. Man, I almost worry like if maybe, I, my view of like the Nesiyah in is you've gone off the highway. You've been flying, you're off the highway, so you're probably wondering, like, how do I get back on the highway? So that, that's like more how my mind would go. So we leave rich, I completely understand. The experience has brought out tremendous kaychus, tremendous milus. You're a richer man for what you've been through. But why do we become rich twice? What's another richness? So that's intriguing to me. It's interesting that the first time we became rich, the Mitzrayim handed for us. The second time, my grandmother once gave me a gift. She said, I want to give it with warm hands. That was like very like, woo, that like, like was a striking comment that many, many years later, I still remember my grandmother saying that line. I hadn't heard the expression. I want to give it with warm hands. We got from the Mitzrayim our first wealth from warm hands. The second time the Mitzrayim were dead. Biza Sayam, it's no longer called from Mitzrayim. We don't call it Bizas Mitzrayim, it's Biza Sayam. The Mitzrayim were all dead. And some, some way what's being said here that we get rich a second time is from your experience, there's an art of moving forward with your experience and you get the rich get richer. Now, engaging life going forward from your experience as a second set of riches. The next one is the Mitzrayim are dead. They're no longer, they're no longer from the Mitzrayim. No, I have seen people afraid to let go of traumas because they instinctively feel, I became something from this experience. 
but understand what you have will come along and proceed forward and there'll yet be greater riches that Shirish will come from that richness. You'll have greater richnesses because you'll bring along your experiences. You'll have a whole nother journey in life and because you came from there, from the dead Mitzrayim, they won't even be considered coming from the Mitzrayim, there will yet be greater riches that come from that experience as the person that bring along, you'll raise your child different. Somebody went through something just sitting with your child, that experience, and there'll yet be riches that come along, bigger and bigger, more and more. Biza Sayam was thousandfold more riches, filthy richy, f- filthy rich than the first richness. Bring along, you're a person who has a lot, move forward, don't be afraid to move forward, and your new experience carrying what you've learned, what you've become, what you've accomplished, you'll move forward for tremendous new richnesses that will come. So this, this idea, I think all of us in our own struggles and journeys and difficulties, not seeing it as impediments, not seeing it as things that are frustrating, not being worn out, this is something that we have from our mama, Sarah Imenu. That what other people were, we're now holding in the days before Tishabav, and we're thinking about journeys, about difficulties, about challenges, about all our journeys of difficulty. There's a tremendous asherus. There's a tremendous asherus that, that the person traveling through difficulty acquires in their struggles. There's a tremendous asherus. We look forward to the ultimate asherus of Binyan Beis Hamikdash. But I say to us all not to be misbazif neterech aderech. Never to view it as a, that it would have just come easy. That it, the journey is the human opportunity, the journeying. It's the kid, the shamayim, the overcoming, the beautiful opportunity. If you would live in Lakewood, right by the hall, that would be so, ooh, you wouldn't have the opportunity to come to a wedding, you'd just be at the wedding. When the chassan's going to thank you, he's not going to thank you for being at my wedding. He says, thank you so much for coming. That's the words people use. Thank you for coming. The journey is so precious. That's the most precious thing that this mattered to you, that you came here tonight. And the journeys of our life, we're not misbazah, we actually celebrate to be human, is to have the trials and tribulations and the Kiddush Shamayim that come from the, long, from the long journey that brings out so much beauty and so much Asherah that we then bring along. We're worried for character, the trip ended, but don't worry. That person who had done that journey, you could dance at the Chasna different because you came from far. There's no question that anybody flies to a wedding, you dance like a beast. You want to like justify your journey, especially if the chassan paid for your ticket, but even that, you want to justify that you came great distances. So you, you what'd you say? Yeah, for sure, for sure. You travel that far, especially if your car gets totaled on the, you dance, <laughs> you bring it. You bring it and give it because you came from so far. So the journey has such value, that's nashiras, that from the experience of the one who journeyed. So I say this to us all, to fellow journeyers, fellow travelers, I say to us all, let's not be misbazim et 
Let's not have that human indignity. Instead, let's have the Ashiris that comes to he who traveled. He who went through has future Ashiris. Move forward. Don't get stuck there. Don't stay there. There's much deeper Ashiris and new experiences in a healthy way. Bring along the person who's become. And well after the Mitzrayim are dead, there's a lot of Ashiris yet to come. Don't feel the need to stay there. You're, you're losing out. Up ahead, there's a new Ashiris. Instinctively, people are afraid to let go because they, they know it gave them wealth. There's much bigger wealth up ahead for you. Bring along the person, what he's become, what he's acquired, what he's learned, and you'll see up ahead is thousandfold of Ashiris. Hashem Shri Mizaka Asul. There's been much Ashiris in our journeys, but we want that, we want the gold all the way. Let's get to Seder. It's 12, 10 already. We're going to have to do everything faster today. What's so, yeah, what should we see, right, Taylor?